With great power comes endless reboots of film franchises. It's harmless phosphorescence. Everybody, this is Mayor of Tokyo, Thoreau Smiley. <laughs> Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh CC, but you can call me by my street name, Freddy the Three-Legged Mouse. I'm Brian Lesh, and this beats all the meatloafs. I am Rodrigo Guevara. I snuck in because I love science. <laughs> and this is, thank you for joining us, Rodrigo. This is Harmless Phosphorescence. Gracias. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material. Then we tell you, you, gentle listener, all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron, too. Just head over to patreon.com slash harmlessentertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. We've got Star Wars series, holiday shows, a personal history of sound. We've got our monthly movie. We've got a new one coming out, guys. This month, uh, the month of July 2021, we are going to be watching Every Which Way But Loose. Uh, so that's coming soon. Watch for that. Um, and watch uh, all of our other stuff on there, too. A buck a month is all it takes to get started. This week, however, everybody... On Harmless Phosphorescence, we are watching The Amazing Spider-Man. How did you get out there? Fire escape. It's 20 stories. Your doorman's intimidating. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Parker. Not much to tell, really. Peter lives with his aunt and uncle. Did you catch that spider guy yet? No, but we will. This guy wears a mask like an outlaw. I think he's trying to do something maybe the police can't. Can't? <laughs> You know, if you're gonna steal cars, don't dress like a car thief. You a cop? You seriously think I'm a cop? In a skin tie, red and blue suit. Who are you? I know it's been rough for you, Peter. <laughs> I forgot all about that thing. It was your dad's. Your father was a very secretive man, Peter. Dr. Cutters. I'm Richard Parker's son. Your father and I were going to change the lives of millions, including mine. Extraordinary. How did you come up with this? There's a rumor of a new species in New York. It can be aggressive if threatened. I gotta stop him, because I created him. Thirty-eight of New York's finest versus one guy in a unitard. Whoa! If you want the truth, Peter, come and get it. I am issuing an arrest warrant for the masked vigilante known as Spider-Man. I'm in trouble. Whoa. 
Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man. No regular Spider-Man for us this time. Uh, released July 3rd, 2012. Running time of 136 minutes. It cost $230 million to make. And it took in $758 bucks at the box office. Um, so it did all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man movie. Of course it did. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's got Dennis Leary in it. The people love him. <laughs> yeah, the people come out for Dennis Leary. Well, Rescue Me was very popular at that time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it absolutely was. I, mean, I, I didn't watch the show, but he was a household name for a bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's an Leary. asshole. He is an asshole. He loves to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he hates the cappuccinos. He smoke yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, he quit smoking? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him. Wow. That was his whole bit. Uh, So, uh, gentlemen, this brings us to the portion of the show called The Box Office Top 10 Game. Are you fellas ready to play the game where I will describe the uh, top 10 movies of the week of uh, July 3rd, 2012? And you fellas will try to guess what movie I'm describing based on that description. Um, Also, you guys are going to try to guess where The Amazing Spider-Man opened (laughs) in the top 10. It wasn't number one? I don't know. Was it? <laughs> it's up to you to guess. <laughs> was that not a guess? All right. <laughs> Is that your guess? Yeah, okay, Josh, you going with number one? You going to go with number one, Josh? If, if you were choosing me first. Yeah. yeah. Go for it, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> He'll take number one. Okay. Brian. I'm going to say number two. Brian says number two. And Al, what do you say? Uh, three. I'm stuck with three. <laughs> okay. So here we go. This is the box office top 10 game opening at number 10. Not the amazing Spider-Man. Um, while settling his recently deceased father's estate. <laughs> actually, it might be the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. A salesman discovers he has a sister whom he never knew about, leading both siblings to re-examine their perceptions about family and life choices. Looks like that's Chris Pine. Hmm. Elizabeth Banks. Ooh, John Favreau. <laughs> Any huh. guesses? Beyond the Chris Pines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the Chris Pines lies an Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> an Elizabeth River Banks. <laughs> no, First National Banks. <laughs> uh, this is called People Like Us. I, they don't like people us. Like us? People, uh, yeah, <laughs> people, yeah. Is it people like, like us or yeah. people like us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, coming in at number nine. Oh boy. Um, following clues to the origin of mankind, a team finds a structure on a distant moon, but they soon realize they are not alone. Um, this is part moon? of a film franchise. Is this Independence Day 2? No, it is not. It is probably, oh gosh, the depending on how you count it, either like the fifth or sixth in this franchise. 
Alien. Oh wait, is this an eight? Yeah, is this Alien versus Predator two? Nope, nope, not Alien versus Predator two. It is but a the first pre- one. It is or AVP two. Prometheus. Oh, it's Prometheus. You have AVP2. I'm sorry to say. Prometheus. I was thinking of R Moon, not. Oh, not. Yeah. Yeah. LV422 or whatever that one is. (laughs) I love this movie. I I, I'm one of the few people I know that really enjoyed Prometheus and has watched it too many times. I I appreciated it. It had its good points. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I loved it, but, uh, it's an interesting one that maybe we'll be able to talk about someday in the distant future. I, fingers crossed. Yeah. Ah, coming in at number eight. A pair of young lovers flee their New England town, which causes a local search party to fan out to find them. This stars hmm. uh, Bill Murray. Is this Garfield? No. <laughs> No. Is it Moonrise Kingdom? Yes, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh. Wes Anderson joint. Um, that was a good one. I liked that one. Yeah, Yeah. Um, all right, coming in at number seven. I don't know how to describe this without giving away the movie altogether. Um a president discovers a group is trying to take over the United States. So he makes it his mission, his mission to eliminate them. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Boom! You got it, Al. <laughs> wow. Ooh, Al, you get one vial of blood <laughs> for your efforts. <laughs> Instead of points, I'm handing out blood this week, guys. Is it in a necklace? Can he wear it? Adorn his I, body with it? Absolutely. I have some extra blood. So that's what I'm giving out to everyone this week. Instead of points. Did you know your body just makes more? Is it your blood throw? If it's not, I have many questions. I don't think I have to answer that. This isn't a courtroom. You're fine. It's HIPAA. Yeah. This is a workplace. I'm going to get cited. Um, Coming in at excess blood. Yeah. Just, well, I leave it laying around. It's got too much blood. It's definitely spoiled at this point. I've got too much. Uh, uh, coming you in at delete it. It's blood. <laughs> yeah, you can eat anything if you're brave enough, um... <laughs> <laughs> or dumb enough. But yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in at number six. Oh boy, a group joins a struggling European circus in order to get to New York, but find themselves being pursued by a psychotic officer. <laughs> I definitely watched this one at some point. It would have been on Circus. in the background while I like washed dishes or something, and my my uh, toddler son at the time would have been watching it. Uh, the Crudes? No, not the Crudes. The Crudes <laughs> did not join descript- a struggling European circus, to my knowledge. Right, I forgot your description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my go-to is Crudes. <laughs> what I find amazing is that they made the Crudes two ten years later. Was like the public outcry for the Crudes so much that yeah. they were like, "We can't, we can't withhold this from the public any longer." The story <laughs> must continue. The Crude saga must go on. <laughs> um, Hotel Transylvania two. 
<clears throat> no, but both of those are the right kind of uh, movie. Uh, Chris Rock is in this. Oh, Madagascar or something? Yes, Madagascar. Any guess on which number? <laughs> Two. <laughs> no, three. Well, they should have called it Madagascar or something at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Madagascar 3, colon, Europe's most wanted. (laughs) I love that there's two two locales in that. Madagascar. They're not in Madagascar. No. (laughs) They actually haven't been in Madagascar since the first movie, yet they continue to call them Madagascar. (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh okay opening at number five a wall street investment banker which has been who has been set up as the linchpin of his company's mob back ponzi scheme is relocated to with his family to a southern home and has to deal with his neighbor <laughs> there's a movie <laughs> about, about dealing with your neighbor what about bob too no, oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. I'd love to see a Richard Dreyfus, Bill Murray. What about Bob sequel set in 2021? Yes, that character has many more adventures. Mm-hmm. It would be easy. Um, this is part of a film series. Is the oh god? I want to say that this is like Wall Street too, but I don't think there was any southern. <laughs> when Charlie neighbor. Sheen, Charlie Sheen has to be relocated to the south. Um, I was a teenage investment <laughs> banker. Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> um, written and directed by Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay, uh, you got to open with that. Ma- well, if I did, then you guys. Medea would- saves Christmas. <laughs> no, Medea saves Wall Street. No, it's called, oh, right. <laughs> it's it's Medea's witness protection. Oh. Yes. Naturally. Uh, huh. Yeah. I. This is the first time I'm hearing of this film, so I. I am. <laughs> I am not the target audience, but you know. Um, coming in at number four. Determined to make her own path in life, a princess defies a custom that brings chaos to her kingdom. Granted a wish, she must rely on her bravery and skills to undo a curse. Is, is this brave? It is brave. Oh. This is Mandy Moore does all the music for this. Oh, yeah, that's I've right. I've never seen it, but I've heard the soundtrack, and it is oh, very disappointing. Yeah, it, it's it's okay. It's not Pixar's best, but it's better than Cars 2. It sounds like Christian it's not, Rock. It's not a Pixar it's, film. It's, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's brave is Pixar. Disney? No, Brave, brave is, is Pixar. Oh. Brave is Pixar. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Disney animation. No, Brave yeah. is straight up Pixar. Weird. Yeah. Um, it's it's better than Cars 2. It's better than Dinosaur. Um, better than Monsters University. <laughs> I have seen none of those. I should oh, have a kid or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've, <laughs> yeah I, I've seen every single Pixar film, some of them numerous times. But, um, yeah. Okay. Um Coming in at number three. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, this will, yeah, you guys will get this right off the bat. A male stripper teaches a young performer how to party, pick up women, and make easy money. Al, you won. It's the amazing Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> or the magic Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Magic Mike. Magic Mike, yeah. Uh, I saw Ma- it in theaters. <laughs> there was a lot of hooting and hollering. It was exciting. <laughs> Did you really see it, it in theaters? I really saw it in theaters wow, with a big group awesome. of women. They were like, let's go. And I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds great. Let that- me just get real drunk. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, yeah, Magic Mike opening at number three. This is a big week for openers. Um, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. We had five movies opening this week, including our number two movie. <sighs> After Peter Parker is bitten by a genetically altered spider, he gains newfound spider-like powers. <laughs> so oh. that's the most generic I'm surprised ever. they didn't describe it as like after the death of his parents, a young boy finds a bag in his basement and unravels a, a conspiracy to turn New York City into lizards. <laughs> Briefly into lizards. Um, yes. Momentarily. Momentarily. Yeah, we'll get into that because, <laughs> whoa. But yes, Amazing Spider-Man opens at number two. So that means that there's something that beat a Spider-Man movie. It's opening week. What kind of behemoth could do this? What, oh, they'll get him in the sequel, oh. I'm sure. They'll win. What Big massive, team? massive opener? Kong. July. Oh, good guess. That w- Yeah, that, that's kind of something that could do it. Uh, but it is not. Fast and the Furious 7 oh, or 6 yeah, that's or an, something. That's another kind of opener that could. Um, Al, any sort of guesses? You're the only one who hasn't had one yet. Oh, man. Um... I, I was like, no, I don't want to do it. Um, opening at number one this uh, week. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Pippi Longstocking. Oh. oh, dude. Everybody loves Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> dude, the 70s Pippi Longstockings are my wife's like childhood go-to like favorite thing ever. So we've watched mm-hmm. them a lot. Those movies are amazing. They're yeah. crazy, dude. I went back so and watched them a few years ago. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, they are something else. Um, so, okay, but opening at number one, John Bennett must decide between keeping <laughs> the relationship. Ted. Yep. <laughs> Ted. All I had to say was John Bennett, and you got it. That's the most white guy name ever. I really like that movie. Beat Spider-Man. Ted beat Spider-Man. Good for Seth MacFarlane, man. <laughs> That's good a for him. Ted beat Spider-Man by a good amount. It, Ted... Spider-Man opened at 75 million uh, this week, and Ted opened at 87 million. Wow! The marketing for Ted was incredible. It was all over, yeah. And this was kind of this. I feel like this was kind of the peak. Like Seth MacFarlane's like, like Family Guy was huge, and it just continued to get huge up until this point. And then, yeah, I don't know what happened. Hey, is the Orville coming back? I assume so. Anybody, anybody know? I don't know. It's, uh, I hope so. It's a good show. I've heard. I I keep wanting to watch it, but here's the thing: Jude <laughs> wants to watch it too, and I've told him you have to at least watch a chunk of Star Trek: The Next Generation first, and we just haven't gotten around to that. I see. So, um, all right. So that is our box office top ten for the week. That brings us to the character and comic book background. Al, so apparently there's some sort of Spider-Man. Is this something we've talked about before? Uh, never before. Not once. 
Apparently, there's also a Batman who someday we'll get to. <laughs> over and over and over and where's over. pest uh, control man when you need him right that's a good point all right so yes uh we've seen uh three spider-man movies directed by sam raimi and have talked at length about spider-man Indeed. Um, this was not the first time we've seen gwen stacy but the first time we've seen her um in a big role yeah uh, so Gwen Stacy, she first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man number 31, December of 1965, uh, created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Gwen and Peter met in college as undergraduates at Empire State University. Gwen was a science major and appreciated Peter's intellect. Uh, Peter ignored Gwen's initial advances when Aunt May was in the hospital. And he was a little despondent. Gwen would date both Flash Thompson and Harry Osborne to make Peter jealous. <laughs> oh, Gwen. You minx. Uh, <laughs> Gwen and Peter's romantic relationship started after Peter stopped going out with Mary Jane Watson, um, who at the time he deemed as too self-absorbed. Oh, she's so full of herself. She just wants to act on the stage, man. It's unfair to Peter. <laughs> um, I don't know. She was always dissing people at parties and shit, <laughs> making fun of girls' outfits, just popping off. I, I don't know. I don't she's know. a mean that's, girl. That's, she's a mean, she was a mean girl. Probably uh, not with the burn book. Probably not. Um, with a burn book. Uh, we'll get back to uh, Gwen in a moment. Bef- uh, after we talk about NYPD Captain George Stacy, Gwen's father. Uh, who first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man number 56, January of 1968, created by Stan Lee, John Romita Sr., and Don Heck. Uh, George George was a strong supporter of Spider-Man, acting as a personality foil to J. Jonah Jameson, and he wished to see Spider-Man redeemed in the public eye. Uh, Getting to know Peter, who was dating his daughter, George came to suspect that he and Spider-Man were, in fact, the same person. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he gets paid the big bucks. One of them leaves the room, and then the other one comes in. (laughs) He he keeps just doing the half-and-half face thing, where it's like, this side is Peter, (laughs) this side is Spider-Man, and he'll turn and be like, look over there. Hello. (laughs) Hello, I'm Spider-Man. Captain Stacy was killed protecting a child from falling debris while Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus battled overhead. What an asshole. Must have been some light debris that just killed George Stacy and not the kid. Well, I don't know if the kid survived. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Nobody asked Al to look at the kid. survived kids. to become Debris Man. <laughs> Nameless kid. <laughs> yeah, Debris Man. <laughs> As Spider-Man rushed to his side, George's dying words were, Be good to her, son. She loves you so very much. Oh, <laughs> that's at least that's what they tell you. His dying words were. They were probably like, "Oh fuck, this hurts." <laughs> yeah, Rock or so heavy. <laughs> fuck you all. I'll see you in hell. Gwen <laughs> blamed Spider-Man for her father's death and left for Europe to cope. She eventually returned <laughs> oh, to New York. Wow. I wish I could leave to Europe to cope because I got a lot of stuff that I feel like I need to cope with. Cope with. I hear Europe's good for coping. 
<laughs> for cocaine? Is that what you said? Wow, that too. <laughs> Gwen eventually returned to New York for the love of Peter, and their relationship was rekindled. Oh. But not happily ever after. In The Amazing Spider-Man number 121, June of 1973, Gwen is taken by the Green Goblin and thrown from a bridge. Spider-Man tries to save her, catching her legs with a web strand, but her neck is broken by the whiplash. Uh, many, many point to Gwen Stacy's death as the end of the Silver Age of Comics. <laughs> that Spider-Man was like, I declare this the end of the Silver Age. First I kill my girlfriend, then I kill an era. Yeah, they uh, hadn't quite killed the character in that way. No, they hadn't. Um, and rarely outside of, say, um, origin stories had a hero failed so miserably. Mm. Um, That's interesting. And nor had a hero's loved one died so suddenly. And, and, and graphically, I mean, it's not gory or anything, but it definitely makes you think about what <laughs> snapping your spine or neck. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's a little intense. It is. Gwen would return a couple years later as a clone who was even <laughs> later revealed to be the original Gwen reanimated by the Jackal. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What does that Okay. This is why people have problems with comic books not yeah. killing people. It really yeah, she's is. a clone. But she's actually herself. But right. like what, what is there actually even a difference then at that point? Like <laughs> and um, why her let's see. In an alternate reality, designated uh -huh. designated Earth 65, it was Gwen Stacy who was bitten by a radioactive spider becoming Spider Woman. Yeah. First appearing in Edge of Spider-Verse number two, her story continuing in the ongoing series Spider-Gwen. Yeah. In this reality, Gwen must fight her best friend, Peter Parker, who has decided to retaliate against his bullies by becoming the Lizard. You know, huh. I, I uh, that's interesting. I would actually, I, I, could, I could dig Emma Stone as Spider-Gwen, actually. Yeah. 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 I can see it. Um, the lizard, you say? <laughs> I say. <laughs> Did somebody mention lizard? Uh, back in the regular reality of comics, not the alternate reality. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, comic books. Um, the lizard is Dr. Curtis Kurt Connors, created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, first appearing in The Amazing Spider-Man number six. All the way back in November of 1963. So did they alliterate that with a C, I hope? Yes. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I, I... No, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll bring this up later. Just go ahead, Al. Okay. Uh, Dr. Connors is a geneticist in Florida who researched the ability of certain reptiles to regrow missing limbs and developed a serum based on lizard DNA to help humans do the same. Having lost his right arm in the war, Connors the war. tested the war. Uh, Connors tested the serum on himself. He successfully regenerates his arm, but also transforms into a feral anthropomorph anthropomorphic lizard. Uh, on a daily bugle assignment to Florida to investigate, the lizard, uh, sorry, threw in an extra comma there. 
Peter Parker finds Connor's notes and creates an antidote to restore Connor's humanity. <laughs> wow. Can I have that? Because I feel like I yeah. can use some <laughs> yeah, humanity. That to restore. Some restoring. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some humanity needs, needs <laughs> right restoring. Needs I restoring. got humanity. Connors, however, would continue to tinker with the serum, hoping to make it safe for use. The lizard persona remained in Connors' subconscious, emerging upon continued use of the serum and occasionally in times of stress, much like the Hulk, evolving with each transformation. <laughs> the it's getting better all the time. <laughs> The lizard adopted the familiar goal of world domination, hoping to replace the human population with super reptiles like himself. If, it's noble. But of if, him. if everybody's a super reptile, then nobody's a super reptile. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Dr. Connors. Let's see, let's see, Dr. Connors has a genius level intellect. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> And is often an ally for Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He strives to rid himself of the lizard persona. The lizard, apart from his super lizard speed, strength and agility, razor sharp teeth and claws, and prehensile lizard tail, possesses a telepathic control over reptiles. Oh. So um, he's like Ant-Man. Kinda. But yeah. with lizards. lizards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I I didn't do a deep dive into Richard and Mary Parker. I had kind of forgotten that they did have a storyline. At some point, they were CIA agents. Mm. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that was, was during the Spider Clone Saga. Ben Riley. I don't know if you remember that, but there was a clone of Peter Parker named Ben Riley, and I believe right. that was the first storyline where it didn't introduce the idea that his parents, yeah had something to do that was a little darker. Yeah, because they just died in a plane crash, right? Originally. Yeah, I'm not yeah. not sure. But it's yeah. definitely the first movie where they went with this. And uh yeah. It kind of mucks things up for the comics and the movie. It it really does and creates like a whole bunch of like weird coincidence stuff and weird mm -hmm. like yeah, I don't know. It's a weird choice to make. Well, so it ended up being a little bit like Hulk uh, with like the sins of your father kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Even though you even though Richard Parker was portrayed in this movie as noble and whatnot, it was still his uh, his doing that his son becomes Spider-Man and the lizard is created and. Yeah. It is, and yeah. also, yeah, but also, the dad being involved in spider research specifically <laughs> yeah. makes the whole thing like really yeah. because well, it, yeah, the, there's this undercurrent of cloak and dagger, which they never quite paid off as far as those two are, are really. Well, I mean, clear, yeah. clearly, okay, totally unnecessary. They were clearly planning on this being a trilogy. And because mm -hmm. I, the Amazing Spider-Man Two has a little bit more on it, and clearly they were waiting for the third one to pay it off, but they just didn't get to the third one. So mm. before it's it got rebooted so far, again, it's not so far fetched that uh, Richard Parker would be 
researching spiders. Uh, it's not necessarily coincidental, even. It's like, because Peter finds his dad's briefcase, goes to investigate his dad's research and finds spiders, which his dad was researching. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, it just, there was a lot of animals there. The fact that he wanders into the <laughs> spider room and that's where he gets his powers rather than getting his powers like in the aardvark room or something is, you know. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. But uh, also like they were also making that webbing Right. Before he decided to use it that way. Yeah. They're just testing its tensile strength. And yeah. The, the bio cable. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. I, I mean, I understand. Like, so he sees that and he decides to use that. I think it's just kind of coincidental that the spiders were the main point of his dad's research. And that's what, how he ends up getting yeah. his powers is coincidentally through a spider. If yeah, it was completely, that's what I meant. You're, you're absolutely it, right. But. If it was completely disconnected from his dad's research, then the spider thing is like, oh, it's a spider. But this is like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess. But Al's right. In um, Incredible Hulk, it was the same kind of thing. He he wanted to recreate his crazy father's, you know, yeah. experiments and shit. Weird. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Thank you, Senor Weber, for your... Oh, oh do, you have, uh, do you have more? Yeah. Uh, just a little bit uh, off the top of my head, uh, real briefly. Um, the the producers they said that they were going for like a more uh, ultimate Spider-Man kind of feel for this one versus the the mainstream Spider-Man. Um, but they ended up with Gwen Stacy um, going with sort of the classic Gwen Stacy because Ultimate Gwen Stacy was like a punk rock girl. Mm. Um. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Sort of a mix of ultimate and classic, I suppose. Yeah, she was pretty basic teenagery kind of girl for circa 2012. Mm-hmm. Thank you much, Al. Uh, that brings us to uh, the film production. Um, so uh, this movie was directed by Mark Webb. Uh, Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he uh, his big claim to fame prior to this was directing 500 Days of Summer. That was his first and only film that he directed before this. Um, really? Yeah. He did some TV stuff. He directed some episodes of The Office, um, Lone Star, but um, like 500 Days of Summer is what got him this job. So they, they, they clearly, they were going after like a mood. You can kind of see like that that uh, character work in there with like the like the kind of like weird awkward romance stuff between Gwen and Peter sometimes like mm-hmm. like I can see that that kind of like a like twee romantic comedy kind of thing that he had going on. Uh, and it's such cliche to say dark, but this was a weird Peter. It was. We'll, we'll definitely get to it. But. I, yeah, it was a weird Peter, and I think it has a lot to do with Andrew Garfield, but. Um. <laughs> Well, no, and even Spider Man is it takes Spider Man a while to stop being an asshole himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah, it did. Um, so, all right, uh, we got a screenplay uh, credit for James Vanderbilt. Uh, we got three three screenwriters on this. James Vanderbilt, um, who's best known for Zodiac. Um, he also did White House Down. Um, Let's see. Uh, he, he did the Independence Day sequel. Oh, the Slender Man movie. <laughs> Fun, uh, and he, <laughs> isn't that an exercise video? <laughs> and uh, he is uh, 
<laughs> he is writing and uh, producing uh, the upcoming Scream. I don't know if it's a reboot or a sequel, but this the movie just entitled uh-huh. Scream that's coming out next year. Um, we have Alvin Sargent. We've talked about him before. Uh, he had writing credits on Spider-Man 2 and 3, but just as a uh, reminder, he's been working since the 60s. Um, he's, he wrote uh, Paper Moon in 1973, Ordinary wow. People. Um, what About Bob? He was a writer on. He's been working for decades. This is his final film credit. Um, he passed away in 2019, so he just retired after this, I suppose. Uh, Steve Cloves also has a writing credit on here. He wrote uh, Wonder Boys, a um, bunch of the Harry wow. Potter adaptations, uh, Fabulous Baker Boys, um, which is a great movie. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, mostly the Harry Potter movies is, is his big claim to fame. Um, oh, and the Fantastic Beasts which are also Harry Potter movies. Um, oh, and uh, Mowgli. Maug- Mowgli. Legend of the Jungle. Um, Mowgli? Yeah. Legend of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie stars Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. He hates Mondays. He loves lasagna. And was, <laughs> you said that last week. You were like, oh, you want to blow that? No. Yeah, right, I know. <laughs> I'm going with it. I'm not going to stop because some people may not have listened to last week. And also, um, he, at the time of this filming, was a 28-year-old man playing high school student oh, Peter Parker. He, he is. Isn't he British also? British. A 28-year-old British man playing an American high yeah. school student. Yes. Twenty eight. He was twenty eight well, when this movie was how made. How old was uh? What's his name? Toby Maguire. Um, At the time Toby was Maguire. he was twenty five. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yes, Andrew Garfield, even older. I read that as a uh, juvenile, he spent some time in juvie for uh, sending his younger brother Nermal to Abu Dhabi. Nermal <laughs> <laughs> uh, via mail. Uh, Naturally naturally um yeah so andrew garfield um wow uh british (laughs) andrew garfield um let's see he got his start uh early 2000s he was in um did a lot of stage work uh let's see he was in oh he was in a couple episodes of doctor who in the 2000s um he was in Lions for Lamb with Tom Cruise, Meryl Streep, and Robert Redford. Wow, back when Tom Cruise <laughs> tried to make movies that weren't Mission Impossible. Uh, ooh, he was in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. <laughs> Good for him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he was. In, that's right. He was in the Social Network. I forgot about that. Um, he... Uh, yeah, Spider-Man was kind of what thrust him as into like worldwide stardom spotlight. Um, will he be back for Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh-uh. <laughs> Marvel's saying we were not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Emma Stone stars as Gwen Stacy. Um, we ha- have we? She hasn't been in anything we've done yet. I felt like we talked about her. Um, Emma Stone, born and raised in Scottsdale, Arizona. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, she got her start. Um, let's see. She was in Superbad, House Bunny, Zombieland. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. She was in Easy A. That was that was kind of her breakout. That was her first big starring role, I think, wasn't it? That's um, a cute movie. That's a yeah. I like that movie a lot. Um, Crazy Stupid Love. Um, uh, sh- the Descendants. The des- oh, yep. the yeah. Descendants. Birdman, Birdman was yeah, post, Birdman. was after this, of course, but and that's that was a great movie. Um, La La Land, of course, in which she won an Academy Award. Um, and uh, oh, just this year, she starred in the gritty reboot of 101 Dalmatians, Cruella. <laughs> she was very good in that. It's not a good movie, really, but she was good. She is absolutely charming and adorable, and I I haven't disliked her in anything I've ever seen, even when the movie itself isn't good. So um, I don't know. That's my personal <laughs> mm-hmm. opinion on her. Um, let's see. We got uh, Rice Ephens as Dr. Kurt Connors. Do you think Dylan Baker was like three movies? Three <laughs> movies! <laughs> and no lizards. This Three asshole. movies of me hiding my arm in my jacket. Right. This guy comes in lizard from film one. <laughs> uh, Dylan Baker. Yeah. Poor Dylan Baker. He's like, I was a college professor. No, this guy gets to be a scientist. Um, Rice E fans. Uh, he's uh, oh, he's Welsh. Good for him. <laughs> I gotta stop saying that. Um, he was in Notting Hill. Uh, oh, he played uh, Xenophilius Lovegood in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. That's right. Yes, it did. He was in a Charlie Kaufman movie, one uh, that he had written, something human. Human. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know, but it's oh, a, it's a low key, uh, Tim Robbins is in it. It's a low key, cool movie. I don't know if I've seen that one. Um, oh my God, he was in. Um. He was in uh, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a character named McBunny. Um, I knew I recognized him from somewhere. He was in, he was Mycroft Holmes. Excuse me, Mycroft Holmes in Elementary. Oh, okay. I've never For watched s- Elementary. Seven episodes. Hmm. Um, oh, he was also in Hannibal Rising. Yeah, so guy works. Good for him. Um <laughs> I'm so dismissive today. All right. <laughs> uh, Dennis Leary as George Stacy. Dennis Leary got his start in the 90s as a stand-up. Uh, he was in The Ref. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. He played the ladybug in Bug's Life. I forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Diego in Ice Age. That's right. Ice Age sagas. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the Ice Age saga. <laughs> or as I call it, yeah, the the, the, the ice, ice the ice saga. <laughs> I can't wait for I9. Uh, <laughs> the Fast and Furious, the ninth movie is just called F9. <laughs> the, the Fast Saga. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dennis Leary. Yeah. Oh, he, he was. Yeah, he worked. Oh, he was in Judgment Night. God, that was yes, a good movie. Was. Yeah. Um, oh, Natural Born Killers. Operation oh. Dumbo Drop. Suicide Kings was a 
fantastic role. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course, I think he's a good actor. Um, I he's Dennis Leary. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he's just always Dennis Leary. Oh, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. But. Um. Oh, that's right. He got his start on remote control. It might have been before Brian's time. Alan Josh, you remember remote control? Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler was on it, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I never watched it. I didn't have MTV, was it? It was MTV, yeah. but they showed it. Um, it was they, They'd show it on... There was a network television where they'd show it, too. Um, okay. Saturday mornings, I feel like, like after cartoons for a while. Huh. Because hmm. um, that's where I saw it, because I also didn't have cable when I was during that... It, period um campbell scott played richard parker <laughs> as that's kind of they definitely expected more from him in upcoming films um to cast campbell scott in that um but uh yeah was he going to be alive in the third one or a clone with his essence <clears throat> implanted into it i think they definitely i mean you don't cast a known actor in a role that yeah. small, if you don't expect him to actually come back and act at some point in a sequel. Um, Irfan Khan as Rajit Ratha. That's evil Oscorp guy. Um, yeah. He was our stand in for Norman Osborn, which is weird. Right. Well, yeah, because Norman Osborn doesn't show up in this film because they clearly hadn't cast him yet. <laughs> because yeah. He's in the second movie, but it's funny when he goes into Oscorp and there's like the, uh, the silhouette of Norman Osborn on the big screen. It's like, oh yeah, we don't know who's going to play him. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Martin Sheen played Ben Parker. Is this our first movie with Martin Sheen? Yeah. No. Spawn. Spawn. Oh my God. Yeah. Fuck. That was a while ago. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Martin Sheen. Uh, Sally Field plays May Parker. Um, Sally Field. Oh boy, uh, everyone should know who Sally Field is. But we if you really like her, yeah, <laughs> I thought that that was probably the best casting choice they made in the whole movie. Was May and Sally Field? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and Martin I thought the same I liked, thing. I liked that version. Of that. Yeah, those two together were a lot of fun. I thought it's fun how. Uh, May Parker keeps getting younger and younger mm-hmm. with each reboot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause Sally Field's a solid like 15 years younger than the previous. And then I, I read, uh, that, uh, Martin Sheen and God, what was the original Peter, uh, Ben Parker? I can't remember the actor's name. They both played JFK. Yeah. Cliff Robertson. They Ah. both played JFK one in the sixties and one in the eighties. Oh wow. So they've, they've shared a character more than once. That's funny. Um, but yeah, Sally Field, she got her start as Gidget in the sixties. Um, the flying nun. Uh, oh yeah, I forget she was the flying nun. If we have any listeners like in their like teens or twenties, they're like, "What is this gibberish?" <laughs> uh, well, and um, it's another one of those fucking just so lame the way women get cast. But um, she she was co-starring with Tom Hanks in Punchline, and a couple mm-hmm. of years later, she's his mother. In Forrest Gump. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, that's crazy. 
That's it, crazy. Um, she was in Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, she won Academy Awards for Norma Ray in Places in the Heart. Um, and yeah, like you said, Forrest Gump. Uh, she was in Steel Magnolias, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, yeah, our younger viewers probably just it's it's Forrest Gump's mom. <laughs> you know who drink, that is, Shelby. Drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see. Rounding out our cast, uh, Chris Zilka as Flash Thompson. I kept saying, like, I know who this guy is. What do I know him from? And then I realized from being white. Yeah, I realized it was the leftovers is what I was recognizing him from. Uh, Oh, I see. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was kind of his biggest thing. Oh, he was on the reboot of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Oh, and he played Gabe in Hannah Montana. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh right of yeah. course uh, Gabe. Gabe okay alright that kind of rounds out our cast um, I didn't find any especially interesting uh, reviews of this film um, and that's kind of it for us or our background um, they were real quick uh, I wanted to uh, point out that the uh, the decay rate algorithm that mm-hmm. we see throughout this film uh, was inspired by the real life uh, Gompert's Makem law of mortality. Oh, Gompert's. Okay. Yes. Gompert's Makem <laughs> law of mortality, which estimates that I have about a 0.3% chance of dying this year. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> We're celebrating. Yeah, 0%. Brian's at about 0.15. Ooh, is this just based on age or? Mostly age. Uh, There was uh, an independent variable uh, based on like war and stuff. So it it changes. Um, This law changes all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll keep keep checking in with you, Al, since you seem to have done the math on me. Yeah, keep, (laughs) keep, keep, keep a, keep a, Keep us abreast of our place on the Gompertz. Okay, sorry. Uh, my that was my chance of dying, and your chance of dying, Brian. Um, had it not been a pandemic year, oh, uh, is it much higher? So it's probably gone up a little bit. Oh no! Oh, <sighs> but we're still here. <laughs> I got the vaccine. I'm feeling better. Yeah, <laughs> feeling fine. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Been licking doorknobs. <laughs> Well, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Licking doorknobs and fancy free. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's it uh, for the movie background. Are you fellas ready to jump into this thing? Thwip, thwip. <laughs> Do I look like the mayor of Tokyo to you? I mean, a little bit. Around the- I don't know. I've never seen the <laughs> yeah. man. Do they Maybe. Have- yeah, possibly. Uh, here we go. Well, I loved how he doubled down on the Tokyo 2 thing. Or the, the Tokyo yeah. thing. He was like, all right, so get out of here and tell the denizens of Tokyo. It's like, yeah, yeah, we got it, yeah. Dennis. <laughs> we like get it's the- a Godzilla joke. Huh? Get- huh? Yeah. Huh? All right. So here we go, everybody. This is The Amazing Spider-Man. Open on a child-sized Peter Parker. <laughs> He's playing hide-and-seek with his dad, but during the course of the game, he finds his dad's home office with the window open. It's been ransacked. He calls his dad in and grabs some hidden files. 
Peter and his wife, and uh, they run for it. Is there uh, some chance that the opening line was maybe a, a dig at, I don't, I don't know, fans who wanted a Tobey Maguire to come back? What was, what the, was it? The opening line? Oh, he counts down and he says, ready or not, here I come. Oh, hmm. I know that's standard hide and seek. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it, it is in the hide and seek bylaws. Yes. If you're in, you know, in the business. Yeah. <laughs> in the parlance of hide and seek. <laughs> but yeah. Well, not necessarily a dig, but but like a you know yeah a, a little, pointed a pointed line a little Was something there a like a line there in there, a, really? there was uh, a little bit like a roadie's line in Iron Man two. Yeah, I'm here. Deal with it. Or yeah. I'm here. It's me. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, uh, so, all right. So, um, uh, Peter's dad takes him to his brother Ben's house <laughs> and abandons him there. Uh, then, uh, Peter and his mom and dad say goodbye and leave. They went to go buy cigarettes, right? Mill <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> buy a lottery ticket and some cigarettes. I'll be right back. They, uh, moved to a farm upstate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got turned into fucking glue, man. You don't have to. Where secret, secret family lives. There's a, a Bojack Horseman, the character Mr. Peanut Butter, voiced by uh, Paul F. Tompkins, is a he's a dog, and his name is Mr. Peanut Butter. But uh, um, he's a uh, Bojack's uh, mom died, and he's like, oh, I feel bad. I've never had a parent die, and his wife is like your parents aren't alive. He's like, yes, they are. They went to a farm upstate and oh my God, my parents are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, all right. Uh, uh, We cut to 10 years later. Peter's in high school. He's getting bullied by Flash Thompson. (laughs) He's not Flash. Flash. (laughs) Is that a nickname or is that his actual like Christian name? It is a nickname, uh, his Christian name being Eugene. Which, yeah, we heard, we heard that's about. right. Because he, he calls, calls him, him Eugene. Yeah, yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. He's he's not having any luck with the ladies. They want him to take pictures of their boyfriend's cars. Um, <laughs> and he's a cool, radical to the extreme skateboarding teen. Poochie. Or Moochie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. There was an unlockable Spider-Man. Yes. Oh. Yes, two. So, Pro Skater yeah, two. Two. That's right. Yeah. Which was incredible. It was the coolest thing ever as a kid. Um, but yeah, seeing this at first, I thought there was much promise. And then, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't really factor into anything later on, did it? Yeah. They just, they definitely overdid it. I think. Well, there was a lot of skateboarding, then suddenly there wasn't. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things in this movie where, like, there was a thing that they were doing, then suddenly they just weren't doing that thing anymore with no. I I don't want to get into this too early, but did you guys read any of the leaked Sony emails during the North Korea hack of Sony? Oh, uh, I mean, a little bit. It was a while back. I don't remember much. The Amazing Spider Man stuff was some of the most, like, just blatant cash grab shit I've ever seen ever. Oh. The, they were talking about like product placements and things like that and Bing searches. Um, but the skateboarding thing was like, how do we make Spider-Man relevant? We make him skateboard quite a bit. That's mm-hmm. what people want to see. 
a hip, <clears throat> young, rebellious skateboarding Spider-Man. Oh and it is like God. the most like hello fellow kids shit I've ever read. Like ever. that's 1991 levels of relating to the kids. Like what the yeah. hell, guys? It's really bad. But yeah, yeah. You got to look it up. It's hilarious. Oh, wow. I, it's crazy that in 2012, they were still like young rebellious skateboarders. That's what the yeah. teens are into. And I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige has, there's a couple of his emails being like, please don't just, please just make a movie. <laughs> don't do any of that. And they're like, no, we're Sony. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so uh, let's see. He, uh, Peter takes some pictures of Gwen Stacy, who he has a crush on. He gets beat up by flash for defending a weaker kid, but uh, Gwen steps in. And, so uh, Emma Stone is playing Gwen as if she's thirty years old or something. Like yeah. she's an adult in all of her scenes. Yeah, yes, she she's is. out of place. School teacher, <laughs> right? But she just you know has to go in every day for social studies and shit. Yet she has full access to Oscorp and its labs. And well, that's she's a what? Uh, I was saving yep. this for my. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, my unanswered <laughs> questions, but. What kind of multinational science corporation hires and has has an has their head intern a high school student? Yeah, that's for yeah. like graduate students, like college graduate oh. students, like ten Clear years old. Gave gave me a key to a radio station at one point when I was seventeen, and that shit was shocking to me. Like, this is a giant corporation i wouldn't hire a teenage yeah. i wouldn't hire a high school student to be an intern for this show much less right. for the- <clears throat> yeah she has a lot of clearance yeah she does and a lot of things said though. if there are any like uh 30 somethings that want an internship hit us up let us know mm-hmm. yeah we will hire first- interns <laughs> but first no she wants to love it she wants to give a tour inside the semi-secret lab that's working on questionable ethical experiments. Yes. Like, we're going to start the tour here. <laughs> right here. Don't, ignore the crime. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I have a code. Yeah. Senior year. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, so um, at home, Peter and Uncle Ben are cleaning out the basement. It got flooded. Uh, he finds his dad's old briefcase. He looks Peter through- has never been in the shame. basement. Never, their house never before. once, never. No. He's never been in this room yeah. ever in his entire life. Well, I could see better with all this water at my knees. Right. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. So he finds the briefcase. Uh. Initially, his uh. Let's see. He finds a picture of his dad with a doctor. Initially, Uncle Ben is like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Looks like he's got one arm. Yeah. It's he must be the guy that killed the wife from the fugitive. <laughs> it wasn't Richard Kimball. <laughs> Harrison Ford is innocent. All right. Um yeah. Somebody get Tommy Lee Jones on the horn. Somebody. Somebody. May. Somebody call up Tommy. Check every outhouse, boathouse, right. doghouse. Oh, I almost forgot. A uh, little uh, side note. Andrew Garfield and um, uh, Emma Stone were, were actually dating when they made this film. So all that, all that hot Garfield <laughs> chemistry oh, wow. is real. All that lasagna. She, she was probably what? 20 or something so no. he was 28 and they started dating uh, so she wasn't that old was she let's see uh she's five years younger okay so 23 
I don't know if you guys keep up on the current events of pop culture, but uh, our current Peter Parker and MJ are rumored to be dating. Yes. Yes. I just, I saw a thing about that and then promptly forgot because I don't generally care, but yeah. I thought Tom Holland was gay, but maybe I. She's, she is like four or five inches taller than him and it is amazing. He is a short man. You know who else is a short man? Is Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the two of them. That's the only time they don't wear lifts is when they're in scenes together. Yeah, I forgot to mention, but in Avengers, there's a scene where he's wearing shoes whose soles are like this thick while, um, while what's her face? Uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow is like barefoot and like kind yeah. of like leaning at a weird crouch. <laughs> Just so like yeah. she's not taller than him. She's tall and lanky. Yeah. She's, uh, she's slender, man. <laughs> slender woman <laughs> slender woman slender woman right it's not related to the, the creepy pasta it's, it's, it's just... a jenny craig thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um all right so they yeah uh, uh let's see he finds out his dad worked for oscorp uh, he finds a secret compartment with some papers with a secret formula on it. I think it might be for Krabby Patties. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Coca-Cola recipe. Yeah. It's uh, 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> I've only identified nine. Stay with me. <laughs> I think the 10th may be cumin. Um <laughs> So, uh, af- yeah, Uncle Ben, after initially lying about it for no apparent reason, comes and tells Peter that Dr. Connors was his dad's partner and best friend. But he hasn't seen him since Peter's dad died. Uh, Peter does some banging on his computer. <laughs> it's funny. He's like, my brother's scientific partner doesn't call me or visit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's like, that's suspicious. I better bing it. What would he have to say to you, Ben? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, All right. So uh, let's see. He finds out that Dr. Connors is a geneticist working to splice human and animal genes. (laughs) Certainly not to create a race of lizard people. Uh, (laughs) Peter goes to Oscorp pretending to be an intern candidate. He ruins a man's life. Career. Yeah. Yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And he's led on a tour by head intern Gwen Stacy. Uh, He he impresses Dr. Connors with his answers about his work. Apparently, he's the only intern here who binged Kurt Connors before (laughs) showing up to the intern. Before showing up. Bing it. Uh... Stem cells? Uh, promising, but no. Something yeah. more radical. I, Something um, perhaps you'd find out into- about me on Bing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they all seem pretty dim-witted for being candidates for that Inter- particular scientist. Well, yeah. they can't all be high school students. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. Uh, all right. So Dr. Uh, okay. So yeah, he's, he talks, he impresses Dr. Connor. Then he, uh, Gwen confronts him about his ruse and tells him not to get her in trouble. But then he sneaks away snooping like snoopers do. 
Uh, he sees a snoopers be snooping. Snoopers gonna yep. snoop. Yep. Uh, he's yeah. He uh, sees the uh, double zero key signifier thingy from his dad's secret papers on a door. Just th- on a stack of papers. Like well, no, he see, yeah. like it's on the door too. Like yeah, he sees oh, it on okay, the papers, yeah. so he follows the guy with the papers, <laughs> and then it's on a door. So he's like, ooh, they put the secret formula symbol on these doors <laughs> these doors um yeah so he sneaks in to a s- restricted room and then he sneaks into the spider room right which incidentally <laughs> looks exactly like the back of my dryer <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying back there <laughs> yeah this is this was actually this made me very uncomfortable yeah it was weird sp- well what's <laughs> funny is Luckily for his sake, he snuck in right at the four o'clock spider dropping because suddenly for no <laughs> reason, shift they all just yeah. fell on him. Like at the grocery store when the sprinkler comes yeah. out. Yeah, and it starts starts playing singing in the rain. <laughs> shake those spiders, shake. Well, was, <laughs> I don't know if it was related, but the machine stopped right when he plucked one of the, the webs. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that vibration possibly that, made the spiders yeah. fall. Yeah. So, okay. That was, it, un- that it, was unclear. The, the machinery stopped, com- stopped spinning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was related. It hmm. just, it was something. Al, that you're happened. a scientist. Any speculation as to what this spinning spider web machine <laughs> was doing? Were they uh, yeah, baiting yes, them? It's, it's a, a low speed centrifuge. <laughs> that is drawing the webs out of their 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 but, web buttholes. Buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Their, yeah, web, their web, web, web holes. In, in the parlance, um, what scientists would would refer to as a butthole. <laughs> so it's like a spider web rotisserie minus the slow cooking thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, to keep them warm? Is that yeah. <laughs> Science. Well, why well, do they have to spin? I think that was the question. Really? Oh, yeah. it, it's the 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 centrifugal force is drawing the webbing out of their buttholes. <laughs> that's, okay, yeah, that's exactly. I was so concentrating on butthole. That's like that's the cent, the centrifugal force of the Earth draws the poop out of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's moving at a fantastic rate. Okay. Oh my lord. Okay, so um. Yes, <laughs> he gets spidered. <laughs> You've been spidered. <laughs> he gets bit by a genetically modified spider. This is all strangely familiar. <laughs> yeah. Remember when radioactive just meant you were a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, all right, we discover that Dr. Connors is under pressure to complete Peter's dad's work by, by evil corporate man. Because Norman Osborne is dying. Um, so wait, he's dying? Did they say that? Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Yes, a couple but times. Yeah. That that's the reason yeah. evil guy wants the formula so that he can cure Norman oh. Osborne, who is dying off screen. He's in a bed in the second one, isn't he? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um. So all right. Uh, Peter leaves the lab. He has some hijinks on the subway. <laughs> Commits some light sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude Rudy 
looked like a, a home. All right. He was very disheveled. Everything was all dirty and I scraped it, up, but it was, he was sort of on a date with the woman whose blouse got <laughs> Right. I thought on. it was like a weird, like all those guys seemed like a gang of like weird homeless subway thugs, but they were yeah, also and defending. And then they're two like nightclub and chicks. Yeah. 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 It was really a weird, weird scene. And also, when you spill something on somebody, why would you pat them where it spilled with your bare hand, even if you didn't have sticky spider hands? Dude, he just Awkward. woke up. He's he's not thinking straight, to be fair. He has also been bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> yes. It was the spinning that really disoriented him. <laughs> when he was in the spider centrifuge, yeah. he he's, got all dizzy and he's, he's still, still shaking still that off. And all those guys are uh, on their way to a, like a, a group date at Coney Island. At Coney Island, final stop. Well, also, that, that explains why, I don't know. I would, point, I would point out, I'm not, I'm not an <laughs> expert on the New York subway system. I've, I've visited Manhattan once only, and it's been quite some time, but I don't remember Coney Island being on the way to Queens from Manhattan. No, it's not. I was going to say it's in Brooklyn. And uh, so, yeah, he fell asleep. That's why he missed his spot, but he wouldn't have gotten to Queens on that train. No, but again, spider maybe just got on the wrong train. Well, he's asleep. That's what I imagine. Maybe you're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> he, he fell asleep. He missed his, his stop. He had to. To change to, trains or something. Yeah. Maybe? Something uh, like that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're, they're not close. <laughs> Brooklyn and Queens. No. Um, all right. So uh, let's see. He. Uh, he uh, goes home. Um, and uh, acts extremely high. I don't know why there wasn't like a joke about like, what have you taken? Are you <laughs> like, did you get into your Aunt May's like? Well, doesn't doesn't May say oh, alcohol geez. or drunk? And Ben's like, I don't think so. Is this when Peter came in and got all the food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's clearly acting high. Yeah, yeah. But they're standing in the the door jam while he's collecting food, and yeah, she's like drunk. With the question mark, and he's like, "I don't think so." Yeah, so they uh, kind of okay, kinda. I guess. Either way, they're pretty. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I'm sure he can wander off with all that food and be just fine. We won't check up on him at all. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so he uh, wakes up. He's strangely sticky. <laughs> but yeah, this... <laughs> that metaphor done over and over. Uh -huh. And <laughs> he's, he's also strong. Yeah. We get another puberty metaphor. Thank you, yep. Spider-Man, mm -hmm. for giving uh, us uh, it all in. again. Yeah. Again. We get it. Uh, the, the, I was so did not need this to be another spider origin story. I like, agree. If we had just started off with him as Spider-Man and it had been the lizard, the lizard movie, yeah. the lizard story, I would have been fine. Mm -hmm. It would have been yeah, a fine movie. But it's just well, like Batman. They got to tell us every time. Every and that's time. that's the beauty of the newest iteration of Spider-Man is that they they ran with that. They're like, fuck it, whatever. He's Spider-Man. Yes, yeah. I was so happy. So happy about that. Uncle Ben has been dead for years. Nobody gives a shit. It doesn't like, matter. Yes. You've read about Spider-Man. <laughs> you've seen the movies. You know who Spider-Man. If you are watching 
this the <clears throat> Spider-Man movie, you know who he is. You're not. I mean, if you're you know, alive today, Spider-Man and Superman and like Batman, Donald Trump and Barack Obama are like the most recognizable names and faces <laughs> in the world. Yeah. You yeah. could go to like some village in, in Asia and people mm. would be like, oh yeah, I know Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Hit by a radioactive spider. His <laughs> uncle dies. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also, can you please save us from working for Nike for three cents an hour? Like, no, just keep. <laughs> we'll we'll come back in ten years and ask you these same questions. <laughs> Why do people come and ask us questions about Spider Man every ten years? <laughs> <laughs> when the moon is full. Uh so all right. It's the uh, the International Spider Man Census, <laughs> which happens every ten years. Spider sense. My spider census is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he does some more banging, this time about spider bites. Uh, studies his dad's secret formula. This was also gross. Yes, yeah, yeah. it really like, was. We have to look oh, at all these And when, when he was pulling the, the spider webbing out of his the bite. Mm-hmm. Is that his new butthole? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's my spider butthole. I got a brand new so, butthole. So no, that webbing didn't come from him. That came from the the spider that was still attached to the, end it was, of the strand. Well, it, it, yeah, I was at it, the bottom of it. I was a little confused. So like the spider bit him and then inserted webbing into the wound. I guess just, that's how you get those those spider webs on your wrists. You would think that they, it explained <laughs> this is how he can do the webbing, right? But no, but. He builds, thankfully, it's not like organic webbing like it was in the Raimi verse. Such a wonderful surprise. Oh, my God. That was a decision I quite enjoyed. It not yeah. being a weird wrist secretion. Um, so, all right. Uh, let's see. He goes to visit Dr. Connors, reveals he's Dr. Parker's son, shows him his dad's formula, saying he came up with it all by himself like a big boy. Um, then at school, he humiliates Flash at basketball, <laughs> breaking the backboard. Yeah, he he starts to get dickish. I don't like Yes, it. he's yeah. he's totally a dick. He's yeah. he's Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3 at this point. And he right. kind of remains for most time. of yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I'd, all right, this scene, <laughs> this scene is insane. Uh, so in this gym, this small gym, I might add, um, it's not like a gym the size like we had in our high school. It's a pretty small gym. We have maybe half the size. Yeah, maybe half <clears throat> the size. We have concurrently basketball practice, cheerleader practice, making signs for the uh, <laughs> for an upcoming dance kids studying kids just sitting and watching there was easily a 35 year old man i noticed with a backpack just sitting in the stands (laughs) looking at what's going on yeah we know why he's there somebody should call the authorities yes but what hour is this is this after school is this did they just schedule four classes at once in here? Like what is happening in this gym that all of these disparate groups are doing different things at once and getting in each other's way. After school makes the most sense. I think it does, but then also it doesn't seem like it's after school because I don't know. 
Lunchtime. Mm, could have been lunchtime, but again, <laughs> that's a lot sure. going on in a single gym. A teacher yeah. should maybe have said, hey, why don't you go make the sign in the arts room or something? Or the hallway. I remember in high school, they would, you know, yeah. do it in the hallway. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Anyways, uh, so he gets in trouble. Uncle Ben comes to talk to the principal. Um, Peter says he got community service. Schools don't hand out community service. <laughs> no, there's not a lot they can do. They except can expel you. They can expel him or give or or suspend him or give him detention, which would have made a lot more sense than community service. Right. But ooh, so scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can't do that. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a sentence. That's what the that's what the judge gives you after the police right. arrest you and you that's get convicted right. of the crime. Yeah, a sentence. Yeah. Um, so, all right. He, uh, Uncle Ben wants Peter to meet Aunt May at her work to escort her home that night. Um, Peter and Gwen flirt and kind of make a little bit of a date, but not. It's all very awkward and like, ooh, we're a teen movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm 28. Don't tell. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. There was a 21 Jump Street situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, um, so then, <laughs> then after school, we get a scene of him discovering his powers and being a cool, radical skateboarder. It's so hard when Martin Sheen was giving him these little earnest, you know, talks or whatever. It's like, if you close your eyes, it's just President Bartlett. <laughs> oh, my God. So much. Well, his calmness, his demeanor, mm -hmm. pragmatic. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, just, yeah, just, I love just hearing Martin Sheen talk. <laughs> that man could just talk oh, yeah. at me for hours. Mm -hmm. um, at Oscorp, he visits, visits Dr. Connors, who lets him do some science. Uh <laughs> We uh, see there's a we see we meet a Chekhov's cloud dispersing machine. <laughs> Literally, it's a gun. Yeah, sitting on a fucking mantelpiece. Yes, it's <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. Mm -hmm. It oh. can disperse. It can disperse antigens over an entire city. But you know what? With all the laws yeah. about not giving people drugs and medicine against their will, for some chemical reason, chemical warfare. Right. That is literally chemical warfare. That is against the Geneva fucking convention. That machine should have been destroyed years ago. Well, that whole that whole wing of the Oscorp building should have been fucking locked down and like taken over by the FBI. Uh huh. Yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, the gas poses a lot of questions. Oh, a <laughs> lot of questions. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, Peter and Connor successfully use his dad's formula to regrow a mouse limb. <laughs> it doesn't work a few times, and then it works. Yes. Yeah. That says he That's, dies flatline. They change none of the elements. No. And they just keep running the same simulation over and over and over again until it works. And they're like, sweet, it works. Right. That, that's not like how fixing their Wi Fi. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. No, so, there's they're nothing. They're like the Bonds hitting the fucking jukebox. There's nothing <laughs> in this movie that is actually how science works. No, of course <laughs> not. But, that, but, that but was I mean, odd. 
even that, you think you could fake it a little bit and be like, oh, well, yeah. You know, what if we, we change we this? We were changing a, an individual digit or something. Yeah. Like also, we changed the A to a T or a G or a C. Also, took four times. Also, that wasn't even so much a formula. It wasn't like one part this and seven parts that. It was literally just like a, like math. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so um, it was an equation, not a formula. I'm sorry, an equation. Yes, mm. thank you, Science Al. Um, so, yeah, they regrow the mouse limb. Peter ignores his uncle's phone calls. He gets home, and Uncle Ben is angry, angry for not picking up Aunt May. Um, angry Martin Sheen has some real, like, ang- real angry dad vibes. In oh, this. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, oh. Oh, I'm I'm actually kind of startled. By yeah, this. Martin Sheen. He can do that. Woo, yeah, he, does he was it. great. Um, Dude and, can act, man. However, if you if nobody's seen Grace and Frankie on Netflix, mm. it's I love really Grace good. And Frankie. Yeah, it, it is incredible. Yeah, him and Sam Watterson are the gay couple, which is the best gay they're couple great. ever. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, so and good. he's like yelling at him and mad and pouty. Oh. Martin got a lot of angry dad practice with. Charlie and Emilio. Yeah. That is yeah. True. Oh God, I bet he did. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'd uh so <laughs> uh interesting anecdote about uh Sally Field in this film. She was asked what <laughs> in an interview with Howard Stern, she was asked what sort of uh preparations she did for this role, and she said, None whatsoever. <laughs> There's no character. I showed up and said my lines. I only did yep. the movie because it was my best friend's um, final uh, job as a producer. I can't remember the name of the producer, but uh, um, Web. Yeah, but before no, no. What like a uh, yeah? One of the executive producers was like her friend. Um, so I took the job in order to work with her one last time before she retired. Um, so she goes. So it's the same as like Anthony Hopkins. No acting required. Exactly on the script. <laughs> yeah, she's like I showed up, I said lines, and I went home and didn't think about it ever again. Wow. So, yeah. Um, I should probably Whereas Martin it. Sheen is like, I'm going to get an Oscar for fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> Martin Sheen is like, I give it all, every role, no matter what. Yeah. I'm going to sheen the fuck out of this. Uh, give me something to chew. Yes. <laughs> so, um, at this point, he gives him the great, <laughs> he gives him the great power, great responsibility speech without ever <laughs> saying that. If you can do something, you should. I guess your dad said something like that once. Yeah, he's like yeah. your dad. The more you know, your dad had a philosophy. If you are able to do good in the world, you have um, you a are moral requ- obligation. the moral obligation right. to do that thing. Who is that? Is that Kant? No, it's not. But that's a that's a whole school of thought. Well, philosophy. yeah, it is, and it's exactly. It's not same. just his dad. Yeah, but it's also your yes. dad thought of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not just his dad, but also, um, it's the same thing. Just say the fucking line. But, you know, I mean, with just great say the power line. comes great responsibility. Is poetry? It yes. is yeah. literally like God. You could put it on a bumper sticker, put it on yeah. a T-shirt. This shit, beautiful credo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's it's so it's so linked to Spider-Man at this point. Just say the line. Just say yeah. it. Um anyways, so he gets mad. Uh, I think you I think you were right, Josh. I think it was Kant. All right. Um cool. although I think he used the phrase categorical categorical imperatives. 
Ooh. Mm. Mm. Fancy. That would make sense, yeah, depending on situations. Yeah. Um, all right. So Peter gets mad. They fight about his dad. He storms out, breaks the front door. Who in Queens has a front door that is 90% glass? I don't understand yeah. those anywhere. <laughs> yes, anywhere. But like if you're in a small town in Georgia, like, okay, but Queens. Sure. Yeah. No bars on the door. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. I know Queens isn't like all bad neighborhood or anything, but. It's still New York. It's still, yeah. Well, it, right. It doesn't matter. It, yeah, anyone would be able to get into your home if they wanted to. Yeah, with bad no enough. problem. And there's with no problem. And there's lots of people. Well, in the greater New York area, who are, would like to get into people's homes? Would like to get in there. Uncle Ben considers himself to be pretty adept with these hands, as we see <laughs> later on. Yeah, he's it's a like, fighter. Have you guys I studied martial arts or something? <laughs> have you guys? Colonel, Kurt, Colonel Kurtz taught me everything. <laughs> One of my favorite videos was just uh, scenes of Martin Sheen putting on a jacket over and over again. The way he flips it around <laughs> is beautiful. Yeah. That's, He's oh. the narration in the beginning of JFK, oh. and I just love it. It puts me in a trance instantly. Uh, all right, so um, so Peter goes to get <laughs> to drown his sorrows in some chocolate milk, but the man in the bodega has some pretty uh, pretty strict rules about the take a penny tray. Yeah. Well, and such a weird interaction with someone who probably shops there all the time. Comparing that to like right. our current Peter Parker being like, how's your kids? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'll get the same weird sandwich I get every time. This is like Peter is on vacation. Yeah. This, and he's mad. Yeah. yeah. What, like this? Yeah, he doesn't know Ben's dead yet, but he's already just fucking mad. Well, this, this dude... This fucking dude at the bodega, like, who is that aggro against a guy from your neighborhood? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, excellent point. But which I have further questions, which we'll get to as we get through this bodega scene. This bodega scene drove me insane. It was. Yeah. People do not act like this, period. No. Humans don't (laughs) act like this. Two cents. Yeah. Like, he was like Arlie Ermey. Like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Over a penny. There are no rules to the take a penny tray. If you need yeah. a penny, you take it. Period. There's no rules. Those aren't his yeah. pennies. Well, they're not your pennies. Yes. They're, they they were donated. They're change. Yes. You don't wear them. They're for us. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So fucking weird. <laughs> um Well, he's the the store clerk is angry because he didn't get that comic book store gig. <laughs> Uh, that's a good boy yeah. yeah so all right so the bodega <laughs> is robbed by the lead singer of nickelback <laughs> <laughs> and then um some peter stands aside lets him take it because the clerk was an asshole to him um, and he takes the stolen milk Yes, he takes the stolen milk and like so the guy runs off with 50 bucks and the clerk of the store leaves the store and runs after him. He does not lock up. No. Nope. He just leaves the bodega. I have worked in a number of like convenience store situations throughout my no. life. You don't do that. No. Yeah. Never do that. You just call yeah, the cops. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you never chase them. When I worked when I worked for a corporate like convenience store years ago, the the like 
they, they made you watch videos, which which uh, drove home the point of if someone steals something, let them then call the yep. police. Never yeah. chase them. Don't try to stop them. Do nothing. Give them well, the you, money. You, let them take the beer and then just call the cops. You clearly didn't work there long enough because at a certain point they show you the martial arts videos. That's Once right. you're past <laughs> that point, you can then fight criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the bodega guy runs out and he's like, how about some help, kid? You want a teenage and a minor? <laughs> Like, right, like you were a just child a to but, chase after this guy who stole fifty bucks from you. Like comparing this to the the Tobey Maguire wrestling scene, the, mm-hmm. they set that up so well. Yeah, like yeah. that's not my policy, and he says it as he lets the guy in the elevator. Boom, makes sense, and that's that's on brand. You know, yeah. Peter did say and do that even in his first appearance, but. Yeah, this he never mean, gets out of angry. I don't think he never gets yeah. out of that mode. Well, he doesn't, and all yeah, out of, the whole situation is just so much dumber than the wrestling situation from the first film. Yeah, yeah, and the wrestling situation is literally a wrestling manager. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Bo- Bone saw is ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it um, makes sense in context as a character developing thing. Absolutely. Yes. Well, especially then. Okay, so then. Then he's running down the street, the robber, and he trips and his gun falls out onto the street right in front of Uncle Ben. So what Uncle Ben does instead of nothing, because this guy wasn't threatening to shoot anybody. The gun just fell out of his pocket, basically. He wasn't going to shoot anybody. He wasn't doing anything but running away with $50. Uncle Mm. Ben decides to wrestle him for the gun. Well, they didn't explain this in the movie, but uh, Ben Parker is a gun collector. And ah. this is one gun that he had his eye on for a long time, just hadn't found it at any <laughs> gun shop or any gun show. So once he saw his opportunity, he was like, yeah. I'm going to take that one. That's free gun. Yeah. He wasn't being a you know a good Samaritan. He was just being a gun collector. It's America. Well, and that, that criminal, he obviously sat down and posed for his composite sketch. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> so fucking... Uh, yeah so so at, maybe they had him on camera yeah well they you just maybe. have the picture of him from the camera yeah why would they make a sketch yeah like so, i traced it from the frame it's <laughs> <laughs> just like a tongue candy so yeah so after uncle ben decides to die for somebody else's 50 bucks <laughs> it's just yeah Composite. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like the, they're around the neighborhood. And it's like, has anyone seen Steve? <laughs> well, and this sketch, it is the clearly the lead singer of Nickelback. Yeah. There are yes. 400 lead singers of Nickelback in New York City. Allowing Peter to chase down all of these and they're all that look just they're like all him. doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> All the lead singers of Nickelback are doing crimes. Clearly, musical crimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the record deal is not paying well enough. Uh, so yeah, Peter finally gets his origin story. Yay! Um, <laughs> at, at what moment is this? Or at what we are forty-five minutes into the movie at this point. Forty-five minutes into they this should movie. have just opened with Uncle Ben getting shot. Like, Honestly, just, at, okay, so, and this is 45 minutes into the story. They could have cut out a solid 35 minutes of this and just had the lizard stuff, and this movie would have been under two hours. Yeah. 
<sighs> so, all right, Peter. Peter's sad about Uncle Ben. <laughs> Flash becomes strangely empathetic. Slat, Flash had the most character development in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which still doesn't make any sense. You think he'd be like, your fucking uncle died, you piece of shit. He had a whole different movie going on off screen. Oh. Off screen, Flash was yeah. like do it like learning to do like pottery, like bonding with like a grandmother that died. Like he had a He's whole bunch a very of shit going on. Therapist. It's like Robin Williams is his therapist or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean they were always frenemies. Yeah. yeah. In the comics, yeah. Well, yeah, but like just between the previous scene this one. the previous yeah. time we saw Flash and now, he had a lot of right. character development that was not broadcast in any way he comes up to hug peter yeah (laughs) yeah doesn't make any sense so uh peter goes out looking for criminals (laughs) that looked like the guy from nickelback (laughs) stopping he stops a guy that's beating up a girl um another scene where i'm like what is happening in this scene where do all these people keep coming from were they all there waiting to beat up this girl so who are these we, guys? We see a lot of New York as Peter starts to look for these criminals. We've seen some of his high school and we had this question about the first Spider-Man, but they did not do anything to course correct. This is the widest fucking New York. Ooh, ever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Everybody is long hair, long blonde hair or button up shirt polo wearing with khakis kind of like white people. Yeah. Or they're like yeah. uh or they're like East Asian, you know? Mm. Like Imran Khan's character. Um Yeah, I don't know. This is the weirdest New York. But also know. specifically in the scene, who are these guys? What yeah. there's one guy beating up a girl, Peter runs to beat him up, and seven other guys run out of the other side of the alley and to fight him. And the woman calls the assailant Nikki. You know, she immediately does that, like, leave him alone type thing. Yeah. I can't remember the line, but something, Nikki, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But like. Well, so she wasn't. What is this situation? Him? Like, I don't understand who these guys are that ran out to help Nikki. As they start pursuing him, they are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. There are people coming yeah. out of the rooftop of this building, out of other buildings. This is like Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen level of like crime <laughs> syndicate thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was, it was baffling to me what was even happening in this scene. Well, they needed more people for him to fight than the, you know, the last time we saw Peter fight somebody. So, and so instead of setting up an actual situation, they were like, yeah, what if, uh, we just have guys that just come out for him to fight? Mm -hmm. Just, they just show up. It's fine. Well, it's the it's the common movie trope. Um, you hear a commotion, you go out and fight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some two people start fighting. Everybody starts fighting. We're going to see it in every which way but loose. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just imagine a guy like at a date, like uh, I got to go. I'll be right back. He runs out to fight <laughs> Peter Parker, <laughs> uh, bank manager. Ooh, a fight! I'm going to go fight this guy. <laughs> And um, he's not just like quippy, like the real Peter is. He's sort of hostile and sort of like bullyish when he's talking to the other criminals. He and is. Even the cops, like, this is how you repay me and shit like that. It's just. 
He's a, he would make fun of these dudes that he had like webbed to a wall. <laughs> yeah. And, like little microaggressions kind of. Oh, God. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. Or, no, really. Or say something to the cop like, you're not a very good shot as right. he leaves. Not, I did all your job for you, you piece of human excrement. Yeah. But you're right. That's closer to Spider Man. <clears throat> he yeah. made lots of quips and jokes, but these felt like, I don't know. Yeah. These no. are. Undercurrent possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a little oh, you like that? How about this? You like that? <laughs> you like that? And a little off topic, but um Andrew Garfield's hair is way, way too big for that mask. Yeah. Well, sure. it's also inconsistently long and short throughout this movie. Yes, he clearly got several haircuts during the filming. And then some yeah. hair plugs. <laughs> he scotch taped the hair they've cut. <laughs> the un unexplained spider power of hair growth and and <laughs> it goes out and in. Um, <laughs> My hair do retracts. <laughs> Retra- retractable hair. Think of all the money he saves on barbershop trips. Uh, yeah, that's the only benefit. All right. So he realizes he needs to wear a mask after they see his face. So yeah, they shout at him. I saw your face. I know who you are. He's like, oh, yes. Meanwhile, Peter's like, yeah, good luck. I've been looking for the lead singer of Nickelback for days. <laughs> right. New York's well, big yeah. and full of white people. We all look well, alike. New York City is such a small town. You know. Yeah. I saw your face. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a white kid's <laughs> face. A white guy's yeah. face, yeah. So, all right. Um, let's see. He uh, steals some tech from Oscorp to create his web shooters. And we get a scene of him discovering his powers again. And... Learning to web sling. And we, to use the bathroom and to... Yeah. <laughs> to live and love and <laughs> laugh. Uh, we meet uh, uh, Captain Stacy, Gwen's dad. He's a cop. He doesn't like the new vigilante in town who's beating up all the criminals. All the guys who look like Nickelback. So I have a question about the Stacy family. Are they like uh, the Foremans? Like George named his daughter Gwen. He has a son named Greg and another daughter named Georgina. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. They're all G's. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Hmm. The Stacys are a weird family, I feel like. It's always Thanksgiving dinner at their house. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, they have to dress up for dinner every night. Yeah. Like what? Those kids aren't in suits. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, I, never, I think I, I remember. On that. I think I remember one of them being called Philip. Hmm. Oh, Phil. yeah, because he made hot chocolate. Oh yeah. Uh, I got uh, Philip, Howard, and Simon. It was <laughs> Howard the Midget. The Stacy Brothers, you know. <laughs> um. So all right. So yeah, Peter. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Commander Stacy or Captain Stacy doesn't like the vigilante beating up the guys who look like Chad Nickelback. Then uh, Peter displays his screen printing skills and his sewing skills in a costume making yeah. montage. Another, another movie where Peter has a lot of, a lot of like DIY skills. Mm-hmm. Well, and this time it's inspired <laughs> by a luchador. Yes. Right. Yes. Which I mean that's fine, but also Yeah. Also and there's then speed an ab- skaters. Yes. I yes. There's an abandoned luch there's an abandoned Mexican wrestling place in the yeah. middle of 
<laughs> yeah. Queens? Good real estate, yeah. Yeah. That's expensive. That's like a $12 million, like... Maybe like, it's just the off-season. Oh, they're maybe, just close. Maybe they're a touring uh, luchador mm. group. They're, you know... <laughs> Who own their own Midwest. luchador wrestling building? <laughs> they observe wrestler awareness. Month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's see. Um, Peter, then... Stops a car thief. Uh, this is this is I think the scene you're talking about, Josh, where he's like super, super like aggressive, and he like covers his mm-hmm. mouth so he can't breathe, and like yeah, sticks him to the wall and then taunts him. Well, yeah. and like web slings his crotch for no reason. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the the covering of the nose and the mouth thing, and waiting for him to panic before yeah. he right. pokes his fingers up his nose. It's like. This is the worst villainous Spider-Man ever. It's it's yeah. a, it's it's half a step away from waterboarding, honestly. Yeah, right. And it's like it's not like he stopped him from murdering someone or sexually assaulting someone, stealing a car. Not cool yeah. against the law, but uh, it usually works itself out because they're fucking registered. Yes. Is this Chad from Nickelback? Is this? Our Chad, the not, one we're looking oh, for? No, it? this is not Chad Nickelback. This was a police plant who was doing a thing with the cops because... Uh, oh, right. because We never find Chad Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> Chad from Nickelback is dropped as a plot line, right? Yes. We never yep. hear about oh, Chad Nickelback like, again. <laughs> just like their career. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but uh, uh, Chief... So Peter just lets his uncle's death go. This is it. Yeah. 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 He's over it. over it. He's done. This is the last of it. No more Uncle Ben's death being a plot point. It's done. Um, and it's unresolved. Um, yeah. Well, he went on to start Nickelback and have a successful <laughs> yeah. record career. So. This was this is Nickelback's origin story. <laughs> it's all Spider-Man's fault. <laughs> Robbing bodegas on the side. Yeah. Um, so, all right. As he goes home, Aunt May confronts him for staying all out all night, fighting for getting eggs. Um, then meanwhile, at he Oz... He's telling her to go to sleep. <laughs> he covers <laughs> her mouth. Sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. webs her face. Like, really, May, go to sleep. Go to sleep. He says it twice. It's like, how many roofies do I have to put in your drink? Go to sleep. Creepily ordering your aunt to, yeah, get in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, meanwhile, at Oscorp, Dr. Connors refuses to start human trials on the formula, but evil corporate guy tells him he's fired if he doesn't. He alludes to some secret with Peter's parents. Dr. Connor still says no, so he, the evil corporate guy, just takes the formula with him. Then, back in high school, Gwen invites Peter to dinner with her family. Um, meanwhile, in the lab, Dr. Connors tests the serum on himself. I'm sure that's going to go fine. <laughs> yeah. And he hits it, and it's like he's got, like he took heroin or something. It's just like, <laughs> starts screaming, you got a formula. You got a Jim Morrison dose. Yeah, sure. for sure. I am I am the Lizard King. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> All right. So uh, Peter arrives for dinner at Gwen's family via the 20th story window. Gwen, Gwen was not interested enough in how he got up there. Sure, she asked, <laughs> yeah. but she accepted like I climbed the fire escape pretty 
pretty yeah. easily. Got, what does he? What does he say? Your doorman is very intimidating. That's yeah. that was actually a funny line. It was. Yeah, that we'll say. Um, <laughs> Peter. Um. Oh yes. Okay. Then Doctor Connor wakes up. Um. He has a new arm. <laughs> I got a new <laughs> arm. How's the skin going? <laughs> <laughs> the skin needs a little work still. <laughs> um, it's all flaky, but yeah. like gooey still though too. <laughs> like yeah, oh. it's, yeah, it's like a croissant. Mm-hmm. Like, but like a crispy layers. It was like it was, it was <laughs> flaky. It was crispy flaky layers, but then on top was like a layer of like like honey glaze. <laughs> so um, goo slime. <laughs> Like baklava. It was like baklava. Yeah. It's like baklava. The honey. Dusted, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Delicious Greek sweet lizard arm. Yes. Yeah. Why, do, why, <laughs> does, why does he lose the arm? It has to be so a Do you think arm? he... Did he eat the skin? <laughs> oh, I wonder. Yeah. Like, why would it go... Is that why he became an entire lizard? Why would your arm shrink and then I know this isn't real science, but <laughs> why would it go away when it wears off? Right. I don't know. <laughs> because because movies. Because you have to even they even show it with the tail where Peter rips the tail off and it regenerates. Yeah. Um, well yeah, but when the serum when stops at all when the serum you what? when he's full lizard. Yeah. But when he's when when And he, then so matter just disintegrates and when, then comes back. Yeah, I mean I guess when he's stressed out. Yeah. Well, when he that unlizards, is... when he unlizards, what? he ungrows the arm. Which, yeah, you're right. That's dumb. It just shrinks back into his uh, into his arm. I guess. I don't yeah. Know. But like I said, it's actual matter. But it, where does it go? Yeah. Well, no, it falls off. It's like a... the arm disintegrates into pieces and falls off. But falls like, off, right? Yeah. yeah. But why? Why? <laughs> the science does not check out. Um, Do you think he eats that? <laughs> I would. Even if the arm still looked like a lizard (laughs) and it was only the arm, I just don't get where, where it goes. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. It, 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 it literally falls to pieces and falls off. So it goes on the ground, but why it does that? It goes to a farm upstate. That that even screws it up more. (laughs) All right. Um, so, all right. Uh, let's see. He, he tries to find evil's corporate guy evil corporate guys on his way to the veterans hospital to commit some crimes. Um, evil corporate guy has a name, sir. What's evil corporate guy's name, Al? Rajit Ratha. Okay. Rajit. Oh, sorry. Dr. Rajit Ratha. So I'd like to point out that our only person of color in this film is like the most evil character in the film. His mm-hmm. only motivation is evil. Yeah. Well, Norman's dying. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is his motivation. He's like, I love this man. <laughs> He's in love with Norman Osborn. <laughs> uh, you think as evil as he is, he'd be like, fucking dude, let that guy die. I'm going to take over. We're going to call it. Uh, what's his last name? Rotha. Rothacore. 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 Well, it's like if he's like Norman is dying and if we don't work this out. Both of our heads will roll or whatever. And it's like from who? The dead guy? Yeah. yeah. He's gonna be dead. Who's gonna punish you for that? <laughs> right? He's got a conting- contingency plan in place. Mm. His death will set off certain mechanisms. <laughs> Wherein, yes. Both physical and 
the video will go the, to the, the police or something. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So Dr. Connor heads out after him. He gets in a cab, but he starts getting a little lizardy. <laughs> he starts lizarding out. Um, Peter gets in a fight with uh, Gwen's dad about vigilantism. <laughs> he reveals to Gwen that he's Spider-Man. They kiss. Then Peter leaves after hearing the sirens. Gwen's dad rushes off too. Um, he reveals it by web shooting her in the ass. Yes, and pulling her right. to him. And yeah, um, the the whole like awkward like oh we're such funny awkward teens was it was cute at first, but I it started to wear. I thought by this scene it was well, getting a little. There were a few times when he had consent issues. Oh, <laughs> you know? yes. When he, she said she did not want to do A or B, and he would just, like, gaslight her and try to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Yeah. Um. So, all right. The uh, Then on the bridge, I didn't notice which bridge. Bridge fight. Yeah, bridge fight. Another, another patented New York bridge fight. How many yep. of these have we seen? Oh, my Lord. And a child dangling off of something. Yep. Again and again um, and again and again. All the Spider-Mans, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Was it in a Superman uh, somewhere? I can't I remember. Know. I don't think there's there a Superman more. bridge fight, but yeah. Was it, was it in an X-Men movie oh, the, also? Oh, the Golden, oh, the Gate, Golden Bridge. Gate Bridge was yeah. literally a bridge He fight. actually brings it to the fight. <laughs> it's like, we can't have a fight. Yo, 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 I got to get a bridge. <laughs> well, Charles, uh, Charles loved to build bridges, so... <laughs> Um, I can't believe I brought a knife to a bridge fight. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, you brought a wharf to a bridge fight. (laughs) A boardwalk. Playgrounds are helpful, man. (laughs) All right. So um, (laughs) on the bridge, there's the bridge fight. Evil guy is stuck in traffic. Uh, Mr. Lizard arrives to kill him. (laughs) Mr. Lizard? That's like Dr. Lizard. Lizard to you. Yeah, right. He didn't spend Professor eight Lizard. years in lizard medical school to be called Mr. <laughs> I would give my right arm to just... Ah, <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, so then Spider-Man has to let the lizard get away so he can save the kid from the burning car. The kid's dad is super grateful. He's like, yo, crane operators in New York got your back now, Spidey-Man. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, hey, uh, hey, sorry. Uh, back on the balcony, that was the first time we heard the utterance of Spider-Man in this. Oh, right. when she a... when she named him, okay, she's like your spider. When she finds out, she says you're Spider-Man. Okay, they hadn't and, said it previously, huh? No, I don't think so. Because uh, at dinner, uh, the the kid called him Spider Guy, mm. that Spider Guy, um, and then to the crane operator to Jack's dad he says I'm Spider-Man okay so I think he took it from Gwen oh and God that's the name okay huh interesting so I think Gwen named him yes huh okay that's cool um so all right uh meanwhile in the su- sewer Dr. Connor turns back into a human okay <laughs> um are there that many lizards that live in New York City I looked this up. There are a few species of lizards native uh-huh. to the New York area, to the island of Manhattan. But um, my understanding is that there's not, they, they don't run rampant through the city. They're not like, like 
rats. Like, I don't right. know. Because it gets very cold for a very long time. Yes. Um, and yeah. these were like geckos and um, anoles. Chameleons and, like little, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Tropical lizards. Yes. I think they were. I think they were all pet lizards that got flushed down the toilet. <laughs> that, okay. that, yeah, that occurred to me. Too, and then actually. run out into, so, you know, the herds of lizards running through the streets yeah, of New so York. Oh, many, so many. Um, uh, that that was supposed to be a, a reflection of the telepathic control over reptiles. Yes. Oh, I know yeah. what it was. Yeah, me too. Okay. But, uh, right. The fact that oh. there's those reptiles in the city at all for him to telepathically yeah, control. Yes, the sub-zero <laughs> temperatures. It's yeah. not Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Where I'm sure the sewers are full of pet lizards. I mean, <laughs> or we, Seattle, yeah. where they're so clean. Well, I mean, we live in the Southwest. I walk outside my door and I see lizards running around all the time, but not that, like Josh true. is saying in in New York, where it does get below zero quite often. Yeah, and uh, so of course another sewer laboratory. Yes, another another, trope. another sewer lab. <sighs> oh hey, uh, I totally forgot. Um, Back on the bridge, mm-hmm. um, uh, Rajit Ratha's Dr. Rajit Ratha's driver, um, evil guy, yes. Um, his name was Alfred. Uh, the actor was Michael Papajan, who was Uncle Ben's killer from the first Spider Man movie. Oh, interesting. Huh. Huh. Oh, I would also note that Rajit did not try to get out of the other side of the car at any point, the no. side that was not pinned up against the wall. <laughs> um, which was completely open and available for him to get out of and run away. This is actually his first time in a car. Of course. <laughs> he usually travels by uh, lizard. Blinders. Oh, and also, so well, maybe, maybe it was the first time he hasn't had the driver open the door for him. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is the last we see of Rajit. Him, yeah. He disappears from the movie at this point. Maybe so the lizard ate him. I think they only mentioned Norman one more time, but yeah, they, they yeah. dismissed that stuff. Yeah, this th- this plot point is over, done, gone. Um, so then, uh, let's see, Chief, <laughs> I keep calling him Chief, Captain Stacy issues a warrant for Spider-Man's arrest. I would point out you can't issue a warrant for the arrest of a a a um alter ego like you have to have an actual human with like a social security number and like an id to issue a warrant for that person's arrest (laughs) yeah so like you can say we want to find out who spider-man is and then when you find that out issue a warrant for peter parker's arrest but you can't issue a warrant for the arrest of a person who doesn't exist yeah that's a good point um so all right he uh tells gwen or uh, Peter Parker tells Gwen that he has to find the lizard to stop him. They do some kissing. Um, and she's like, no, don't. I don't want you to die. Um, and then Peter visits Dr. Connors again. Peter begins to suspect that Dr. Connors may be a lizard. <laughs> what with all the lizard skin and the talk of enjoying lizards. Um, and how awesome he thinks lizards are. <laughs> Um, I did appreciate Peter making that giant web. Yeah, that was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he, like a real spider, could feel the vibrations. Yeah, that's coming up, yeah. that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Oh, I thought we were there. No, not yet. Um, so this, yeah, this is the point where Peter goes to the chief or to the captain, tells him that Doctor Connors is the lizard. 
<laughs> and he also has the evidence of Fred the mouse, who has grown larger and more reptilian and is currently eating Wilma. That's right. Yes, he's a cannibal mouse now. A cannibal lizard mouse. Wait, they were named Fred and Wilma? They, are can- they were like named the Fred and Wilma. Yeah. It was oh. cute. Yeah. Um, Until he ate Wilma. Yes. <laughs> Wilma. So, yeah, uh, Captain Stacy does not believe Peter. So then on the way home, Peter notices lizards going into the sewer. He sees in the Daily Bugle that there's an offer, a cash reward for proof of the lizard. This is the point where he goes down and makes the big web right. thing. It sticks the camera to the wall. Yes. That's true. The, the camera, which says property of Peter Parker on it. <laughs> Good yep. move, Spidey. Um, and then he waits. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dr. Connors is making a, is making one of his classic YouTube videos. Yeah. His vlog his shitty vlog. <laughs> and he gives himself another dose of the old lizard juice. Um, he changes into the lizard, finds Peter in the sewer. There's the big chase scene. Peter gets away, but not before the lizard finds his camera with Peter Parker's name on it. Now he knows who Spider-Man is. Um, then he does another go into Gwen's house, does another like, hey, I've got to stop him some more. It's all my fault. Um, he take, She's like, he's I, very, very badly injured. Yes, he is. And um, then he takes her on a swing around the city, like Superman style, except, you know, no mind song. Um, Meanwhile, back in the sewer, Dr. Connors (laughs) decides he's discovered the cure for racism and incels. It's lizards. (laughs) 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 Like, seriously? That's what he's doing. That lizard is such a chad. Um, So he lizards up and heads to Peter's school. The the school fight was cool. The school fight was cool. I really loved the Stanley cameo scene where they. Yeah, that was one of his best cameos. That was for sure. That was awesome. Um. So yeah, he. uh, There's the big school fight. Between Peter, who changes into Spider-Man. Gwen helps out here. I like that she wasn't just a damsel in distress. Um, The lizard escapes. Peter goes into the sewer to find him, while Gwen goes to Oscorp to create an antidote for lizard juice. Oh, and the growing back of his tail was gross. Oh, super gross. It looked like a dog's lipstick at one point. Ew. Ew. Okay, so... um, uh, while he's down there, Pete discovers Dr. Connor's YouTube channel <laughs> and his plan he doesn't to make up tutorials. Yeah. His plan to, to lizard up the whole city through. So I would point out the, okay, the software on his computer system. He has a piece of software with a CGI <laughs> replication of, of himself, which goes onto a CGI version of the Island of Manhattan and then multiplies him. So he made some sort of software that illustrates what he's going to do through CGI while in the corner, it plays the video of him talking about it. Why did he create this software and leave it running while he left his lab? (laughs) 
Okay, so um, he uh, the lizard goes out into the streets, and he just starts gassing everybody with lizard gas. Oh, and he bothered to put the. He's got the coat on now. He put on his coat. The, the lab oh, yeah. coat. From the comics, yeah. yeah. I was hoping we'd see that. Um, you know what he looks like? Because he doesn't look like the comics. Lizard. No, I don't like this lizard. He looks like he looks like one of the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the it was a director's choice thing. They wanted to have his face look more human so that yeah. uh, the actor really, yeah. the, the actor could do more acting. But it was some uncanny valley shit. I don't know. I would rather him more cartoonish. Yeah. It was weird. It didn't look great, I thought. But um, so, all right. So Spider-Man goes after the lizard. He calls Gwen, tells her that the lizard's on the way to Oscorp um, to use the citywide gas machine to lizard everybody up. Yeah, that's weird. Suddenly you can do it by inhaling. Yes. It had to be injected before this serum. Yes, and I would point out. So, all right, I'll just talk about it now. So the lizard's plan is to make everybody turn into lizards to stop racism and feeling lonely. Inequality, basically. Inequality. Yeah. Like the Harrison Bergeron. But his story. plan is to turn them into lizards for a little while. Because they're going to turn. Yeah, they like it. No, no, but yeah, but because the lizard thing doesn't last forever. He oh, keeps turning right. back yeah. into a human. He's going to turn everyone into the lizards for a bit. Yeah. And even Dude. if they had fully organic arms, they will disintegrate to ash. <laughs> has he, has he at this point uh, perfected the formula? So it actually lasts longer. We're or not that told that in any way. Told, yeah. Maybe that's Maybe. never said. Plausible, but, but it's never said. Yeah. But so as far as I can tell, his plan is to turn the city of Manhattan into lizards for a while. Temporarily. <laughs> Temporarily yeah. into lizards. And there's no plan after that. That's his whole plan. <laughs> first, time, first time is free. <laughs> then they're going to come back to be lizards. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I need some of that lizard juice, man. You want some hair on? <laughs> no. Lizard juice. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> Finally, I can play the piano <laughs> as a giant reptile. <laughs> the lizard so um gwen's helps evacuate the building she stays there she doesn't flee um she's waiting for the antidote to be ready spider-man gets surrounded by cops <laughs> peter spider-man peter spider-man um, he gets surrounded by cops he gets captured he's able to incapacitate a bunch of them but uh, uh captain stacy gets the drop on him he's uh sees that it's peter he tells him he has to go save Gwen at Oscorp, so Captain Stacy lets him go, but Peter gets winged by a bullet in the thigh. He gets a little gimpy. And it proves that, not even just why, <laughs> that even uh, costume vigilantes um, don't get shot as they quickly approach the <laughs> police officer. So, um... Yeah. All right. All right, so, um... Let's see, the, uh... Then we get a, uh the scene where he swings on the uh the blue collar worker yeah the cranes the blue collar workers of new york come together um see thomas howell oh yeah 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 uh, he's the main guy yeah, yeah. um um did, uh, when the lizard 
shows up at Oscorp uh, just before this. He does that uh, uh, that thing that reptiles and cats do, smelling with his mouth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so um, all right. So uh, then uh, let's see. They Peter arrives at Oscorp. All right, sorry. The lizard arrives at Oscorp, terrorizes Gwen for a bit, gets the gash machine, puts it on the roof, and fills it up with lizard juice. Uh, delicious lizard juice. Delicious lizard juice. It tastes <laughs> like strawberries. Um, <laughs> uh, <The> baklava. <laughs> uh, then Peter arrives. They fight. The lizard gets the upper hand, but uh, Captain Stacy arrives and saves him. Uh, Captain Stacy. What the fuck is this shotgun and nitro, uh, liquid nitrogen? Who stores liquid nitrogen on the roof? Yeah, multiple yeah. Um, you are a scientist, Al. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Stacy holds him off while Peter rushes to the machine to change out the lizard juice for antidote juice. Uh, <laughs> the lizard mortally wounds Captain Stacy. Uh, he rushes up to stop Peter, but he's too late. The antidote shoots into the sky, makes a makes antidote rain. He changes back into the doctor. He saves Peter from falling off the ceiling or the roof. Um, Peter goes to Captain Stacy, who tells Peter to stay away from his daughter with his dying wishes. Then he dies. Uh, Peter goes home. This time he remembers the eggs. Then we get uh, the shot of Gwen at her daughter's funeral. Um, Peter's been ignoring Gwen because of his dad's dying, her dad's dying wish. Um, at least until he decides to ignore her dad's dying wish because he's a horny teenager. Yep. So Lois and Clark shit right there. Yep. Be very uh, important to the plot in the sequel. Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. Then we get the obligatory Spider-Man swinging through the New York glory shot. We freeze frame on him and roll credits. But wait, there's more. In jail, Dr. Connors is visited by a mysterious man who asks about Peter Parker. The end. Hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Asks specifically, did you tell the boy about his father? Yes. So clearly the sequel is going to to uh, clear that up clear that, except it won't oh, I'm sure. it won't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so that's it The Amazing Spider-Man it was indeed a Spider-Man movie which was made and yep. exists and somehow boring yeah One boring of the best characters of all time so boring um, The Amazing Spider-Man yeah <laughs> yeah so um, we we pretty much covered all of my uh, unanswered questions, except for one. Um, actually, two. So, Ben Ben and May both have to work blue-collar jobs while Peter's parents own like a like a million-dollar brownstone, and he's like a scientist, like with a super rich corporation. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they took different paths in life. I wonder what their parents well, did. Well, Peter doesn't have a trust or anything from right. his insurance policy. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they didn't commit suicide. Yeah. Right. You know. Oh yeah. Plane crashes are covered. Yeah. 
something. Um, and then also, so they go to, uh, what is it? It's Midtown Science High School. It's a, it's a science magnet science school for smart yeah. science kids. What the hell is Flash doing there where he has to be uh, meant like a... Uh, He's on basketball scholarship. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's in his district. I mean, they still... No, it's a magnet school. Kids. I don't think they no. have... Do they have regular... No, ma- yeah. magnet right. school it doesn't mean it's only made up of people... All right, all right. out of district. Okay, yeah. I guess it's They fair. also have lizards. <laughs> yes. So that's all I got. Any last thoughts before we rank this thing, guys? I, I, I think that they did a cool thing with the uh, first-person point of view with Peter that we didn't really get to see in the other movie or the other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, that's really the only thing that I thought was remarkable about this movie. I was like, oh, it's neat to see through Spider-Man's eyes. Yeah. When he when he swings up to the the mirrored glass on the, the skyscraper. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. was a cool shot. I, I liked I liked yeah. some of the Spider-Man swinging stuff. I thought it looked really good. Some of the Spider-Man action. Ooh, I, I did not like the crane sequence. No, that, that was shit dumb. was the hokiest. Yeah, fucking easy. Uh, uh, even New York is a small town kind yeah. of shit. So Ugh. dumb. That was dumb, dumb, dumb. Absolutely. Yeah. All those guys are union workers, and they would have been like, no, man, you call my fucking rep. I don't give a shit about Spider-Man. Peter finds a way to get higher than the ground all the time. Yes, He doesn't need, you know, there's all those buildings around these cranes. That's how he does it on a normal day. Yeah, there were buildings. He did not need the cranes. It was dumb. It was was that New York scene, like, on the train, I think, in Spider-Man 2. And then the bridge in Spider-Man 1. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. So, yeah. All right, you guys ready to rank it? Yep. All right. Um, so I've got here. Um, we've got Spider-Man three. Uh, down at fifty-four. So in between that and Turtles two. Spider-Man three. Where's Turtles two? Is just below it. Oh, just be- oh, put it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. Is this better or worse than Spider-Man three? I think worse, even though Spider-Man three isn't great, but yeah, this is worse. This would have been improved with singing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Do we want to look lower than turtles two or Superman and the mole men? Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mm. I, because below Superman and the Mole Men, we've got, uh, let's see. Green Lantern and Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, I think this is better than Green Lantern. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to? Yeah, I, I guess under Spider-Man 3 actually looks like pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Al? I like it. All right. All right. So we are putting it right there at a number 55 below Spider-Man 3, The Amazing Spider-Man, which brings us to next week. Next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we will be watching The Dark Knight Rises. You get the Bane voice. We get Bane. Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn animated series. Bane is one of my favorite characters ever. Um, uh, when he trips over the chair. Yes. 
Who put that there? When he drops his, or Derby is like, oh, I will destroy your chicken satay. (laughs) 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 But that is next week. His his coffee mug that says uh, caffeine is my reckoning. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's next week. Until then, thank you everybody for listening. This has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I'm saying goodbye to that arm I've been dreaming of. My name is Josh, and I've been touching up stuff in my room. (laughs) I'm Brian Lesh, and remember, kids, if you could do good things for other people, you have a moral obligation to do those things. (laughs) I'm Alec Weber, and when I steal cars, I dress like a cowboy. (laughs) I I dress like Nickelback. So, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.